so we've got to the end of our podcast and we've realized that we talk about some pretty heavy themes um yeah. so we're talking about self-care but we became quite personal and we do have some trigger warnings there is a mention of suicidal feelings thoughts, yeah thoughts and feelings and just general like difficulties that we've had essentially we do talk a little bit about trauma and so yeah. um if if that's something that you're not good with then uh you may like to stop now and if if you think that might trigger you might be a problem for you please do not listen we won't be offended. It's fine. We won't even know. <laughs> we won't even know. Um, yeah, this is an episode about self-care. Please practice self-care by understanding yourself enough to know if you don't need to listen to this right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Or peeps. Hey, everyone. This is Witchy Bites. Hey, how you all doing? So exciting. We have had some really positive feedback from... Uh, the people out there listening and we're really 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 touched and happy and amazed and, and validated validated <laughs> our egos have swooned yeah <laughs> that's not quite english but anyway yeah <laughs> i've got a, i've got a bit of a cold i'm sorry i don't but um that's fine um, <laughs> in seriousness yes it was it was so great to get well any feedback but to get some positive feedback for our one of our first lots of reviews. It was so great. Thank you so much. And we just didn't believe, I guess, that anyone would want to listen to what we had to say. So well, it's we're been... So, it, we're so new. Like, yeah. this is our fourth? This is our, our fourth. fourth. Yeah. So, and it's it's quite a, a slow, like a monthly is quite a lot of time between. So I thought it would take a while for people to become I, interested. Like, we haven't really actively promoted ourselves, like, other than on our own personal pages and yet yeah. you're still finding us and that's that's quite touching really amazing because it's so. we're not we're not easy to find at the moment but i'm hoping to resolve that <laughs> as much as i can so that was that was really incredible thank you so much yeah for the people who've done that for us yeah really really you've made made our year and it's only january so yeah, <laughs> yeah. hopefully next year we'll be saying thank you all these people for these great reviews that or just for amazing. people for listening it'd be great seriously the dream <laughs> before we get started i guess we'll just do our usual disclaimer would you like to start? I'll start because I haven't started, I don't think. Okay. We're not doctors. We're not psychologists. The only degree we hold is in librarianship, so please take this into consideration when listening to our podcast. We do not take responsibility <laughs> for any of the choices that you make after listening to this podcast. This is purely for entertainment purposes only. And side note, we don't have two heads. I was listening to another podcast over the past couple of days and they were talking about how in the middle of winter they don't it's so cold they don't want to go outside yeah. like at all because they were talking about Yule obviously. Yeah. And I just thought <laughs> it get, it gets cold here. It probably doesn't get as cold at no they lived in the southern parts of the United States so oh. we get colder but it was too cold for them to go outside in winter. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was like minus 40 degrees Celsius. No, not Canada. Is... <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, we're really nuts. We go out in summer and just get sunburned and we go out in winter when it's really cold. We dress appropriately, but we just, we're out. We 
doesn't matter. When I, when I, moved, <laughs> when I moved to Japan, because we just go out like in what we're wearing. Like we yeah. don't layer really Sometimes very I, well. I put a coat on. Yeah. But then you're walking around and you want the coat off. So it's just like you just get out there and walk briskly till you're not cold anymore. We're crazy. When I was in Japan, it was like the coldest temperature I'd been in, which was minus eight degrees Celsius. Okay, that's that's cold. I that's... No idea what that is Fahrenheit. But... So, sorry. <laughs> well, they were talking about not going outside when it was thirty degrees Fahrenheit. So I think that might be freezing. <laughs> might be no zero. I, I don't know. Google it. Celsius to Fahrenheit. I don't know how to even speak. Okay. There we go. <laughs> So, okay. 32 zero is 32 yes. what a guess so minus eight 17 and a half okay. degrees fahrenheit okay that's like balls freezingly cold so and I, <laughs> i've also been talking about balls a lot and i don't know why but moving on <laughs> everything is like balls deep or balls freezingly cold and it's like what is wrong with you hannah <laughs> moving on uh so my, it was really cold it, it was 17.6 really fahrenheit yes yeah, so minus eight degrees and my my uh, colleague who was also an english teacher in japan yep. who was from jamaica had to teach me about layering because i didn't know about it <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just sitting here with my mouth open trying to think of how to express myself to liz <laughs> Well, he did live in Paris for a while, so you okay. know, and he has lived in the US and taught French. And <laughs> oh, hi, Sean. You'll never listen to this podcast. <laughs> thank you. I've heard stories about you, Sean, and you're very nice. He is lovely. Very worldly as well. I wonder if he's still in Tokyo. Oh, so many questions. We always like to do a bit of a weather report about what's going on for our future records. So mm. um, is there anything... Like, obviously, the, the elephant in the room is the fires in Australia because our country is... Burning on fire to the ground. Yep. Luckily, not in our state this time we, at the moment. We do have some fires, but, but not, they are not uncontrollable yep. in the same extent that they are on the mainland. We're having problems with water. Um, the east coast of Australia is on uh, Tasmania. Mm. The east coast of Tasmania, I've heard, is on quite strict water restrictions, and the fires that have been burning up there, they've had a bit of trouble getting water to put out the fires. So. And thinking about it from a, I suppose, metaphysical kind of way is kind of interesting. Like that element is really missing in the environment. They've been dumping seawater on some of the fires. Oh, holy shit. That's going to be so bad for the land. Yeah. But what, what are you going to do? Yeah. You've got to put the fires out. Yeah. Because the one at Fingal, which is actually where my ancestors are, are from, yeah. from when they settled in... Oh, they went what, there for settled of... convicts, you know, yeah, when where, they came to Australia. <laughs> where, where they went to and lived. Yeah, so Fingal Mathina, which is the area that's burning right now. So mm. I do have, like, that's where my, my grandmother was. That's where my mum grew up. So, you know, it is, that area mm. has a special meaning to me. So, yeah, so that fire was uncontrolled and there was an evacuation centre, um, as was the elderly one. Um, mm. But... That has now been downgraded, and I think people are going home again. I know mm-hmm. one home's been lost. Yeah, I think it was only one. And only hopefully, still. That's hopefully, it stays that people. way. It all comes down to how the weather behaves. But in terms of where we are, we're pretty lucky. Mm. Mainland Australia, not so much. Well, yeah, Sydney, Melbourne, New South Wales, Victoria. Yeah. And then we've got Kangaroo Island, which is in South Australia. Yeah. And then we have also had the Adelaide Hills. I think yeah. every state is on fire at the moment. Yeah. I'm not at all surprised. It is that time of year, but it's bad. Yeah, it's wor- It's worse than normal, and we have... It's very noticeably worse than normal. 
we and I'm certainly noticing on social media that people are struggling and I certainly have noticed that the increase in posts like I can see people are getting stressed even if they're not in the regions and and panicking panicking Mm. and it's it's quite devastating and the fact that 500 million animals and plants I didn't I didn't I couldn't I couldn't look in there have been stories about the loss of animal life and I couldn't even look at it because I knew it would just upset me way too much talking about like we're talking about endemic species like on Mm. kangaroo island there are endemic species and and oh gosh what's happened in all those places we're Mm. talking mass we might be talking extinction Mm. which is which is heartbreaking and like as a wildlife carer when I see these images of the you know animals and I like because I work closely with them and I see their individual personalities like yeah. it just it breaks my heart so much so yeah I couldn't look at it I just couldn't because I yeah because it breaks your heart so much yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so you know and our prime minister is being uh I think he's going to learn a valuable lesson let's just say that he has not handled the situation well um and um I think people are feeling very disappointed in him so yeah yeah, that's the point. I'm, I'm not going to say any more on that because yeah, he, his reactions and the way he's handled it just has been really disappointing, and his lack of empathy has been quite obvious. I'd say, you know, like like I know that there are always people in politics who follow politics that will follow someone to the end of the earth in yeah. terms of not recognizing their faults, but yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he took up a position. He's the Prime Minister of Australia, as in the leader of any country, and that's what he should be concentrating on, being a leader to the people in a time of crisis. That's the main, the most important part of his job at the moment, and he's just not doing it. He's that's doing a personal well. opinion. That is a personal opinion that yeah. I share. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be out in the world soon, so there we go. Um, yeah, so that's, for us, it's, it is really... It is, like, it's all that's on the media at the moment, really. And so it is, like, we're talking about self-care today, and this is actually the second time we've recorded this episode. Slight technical difficulties. Yeah, we won't talk about the microphone It was going to happen. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. We can release it. You just won't understand all our words. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to check. You're still on a snowball. Excellent. That's good. (laughs) We like snowballs, especially in this hot weather. Um, So that's one of the things we want to talk about, because... Like and the previous episode, like the fires were bad, but we're like mm. they were already extreme, but we're talking bigger extremes. So, yeah. and I think we need to look after ourselves as yeah. well. Yeah, because if you're not in a place where you feel comfortable and confident within yourself, how are you going to help the other people? Like these are really devastating times. Horrible things have happened to people. People have died, and people have lost everything, and that's an awful thing that. <laughs> Thank the gods. I can't relate to totally because that hasn't happened to me. But you can't just, I don't know, fall down in a heap with your empathy for other people. You have to look after yourself so you can help them. Exactly. As well as, you know, obviously looking after yourself. But in the broader scheme of things, I really truly ascribe to the belief, the, the, the thought that take care of yourself first so that you can help other people. Because that's important. People yeah. are going to need help, and mm. and like, and it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and lost, and not being able to help because you're so far away yeah. from where things are. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, you need to look after yourself. If like mm. 
reading the media is stressing you out and you're not in one of these fire zones. Because, like, if you're in a fire zone, of course, you need to... It's survival mode, man. You need to be in aware of what's going on. Yes. But if you're not and you can unplug and it's bothering you, do it because you need to look after yourself. Yeah, totally. Um, We don't want to make this podcast completely serious the whole way through, obviously. Yes, true. Very true. There Um, are very serious things happening. And if you... are mm. having trouble then there are people you can call in australia you can call lifeline um and we should put a link yeah and beyond blue has a lot of information and resources on their website as well so more we'll put more links in and yeah mm. so like being bombarded with these images is stressful yeah. and we acknowledge that so yeah. the kind mm. of the kind of self-care we're talking about today is more the everyday self-care yeah um, not not disaster self-care necessarily yeah 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 Mm. so now that we've gone all heavy (laughs) (laughs) that was unexpected the first recording wasn't that heavy no no because it it was a little bit different it was it was not quite like it is in the moment yeah one of the things we did talk about in our last recording uh i hope we don't constantly go in the last recording we did this (laughs) i could just cut it out apologies (laughs) if we do end up doing that so sorry (laughs) We did talk a little bit about what we've been up to, mm-hmm. um, and we had a. We both went and saw a. I'm glad you can remember <laughs> <laughs> an art installation down southern Tasmania called Conversations with Odin. Yes, because I tried to remember the the rest of the title was the Norse word, and I couldn't remember what Norse was. The Norse word <laughs> for raven, and I didn't want to butcher it, and I remembered it started with. H and had an F in it. Yeah, that's all I remember too. And that was it. And I still don't know. No, me neither. <laughs> so we'll just move on from that. <laughs> um, but it was a really interesting uh, installation. So it was. I did. I have to say, I did really enjoy it. We went down to the bush at dusk, mm-hmm. and we went and sat in a circle, a forest circle. Um, there weren't many people there. There was only four people, which yep. included the tour guide for us. Yeah, we, we did go at different times, but we ended up having similar things there were only I think I had four you could tell that it was set up to have quite a big group I think about 20 to 30 there were we went into the clearing and sat down on like little logs of wood and they gave us cushions thank god yeah Um, I was grateful for that too yeah um (laughs) and it was just so it was a recording of ravens coming into roost so mm. 2,000 ravens I don't know if they said 2,000 as an actual number or just... Just There could have been 2,000 ravens. <laughs> it sounded like 2,000 ravens. It was a lot. Um, and, and it was a sound that doesn't get heard a lot. One of the things I found quite surprising was that they were actually Welsh ravens. So they weren't Australian or even Tasmanian ravens. Mm-hmm. And they sound completely different. They do. And they do. that really threw me. <laughs> I have been to the UK and I have stayed there for a few months. I think six so it wasn't a completely unfamiliar sound to me, and I could relate to it. Mm. We both have ancestry, I think, from yeah those areas, but it definitely wasn't Australian ravens or even like Tasmanian. Ours have deeper voices, which yes, we had the conversation about the bogan raven yeah. voice. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. and so... that is that is true. Um, look it up. We should add in at the end the raven. <laughs> Find something on YouTube. Yeah, because <laughs> it is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what they sound like. Drunk sort of. bogans. 
Some of them sound like they're really drunk. I love it. I love our ravens. We have a, quite a large group that lives near my house. And, and they're they, always coming down and sitting near my window and yelling at me. I saw so many ravens on Litha. Like, yeah. so many. And it just... Did you, you went to this installation on Litha. Yeah. I it before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to do it on Litha because I wanted it to be associated with solstice. So... It's a nice association, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. When I first read about this Ars installation, I did have the fantasy that they took us into the forest where the ravens roost and they did something to make them come down and I was like oh my god I want to go and hear this and it wasn't anything like that that's what I thought it was going to be as well so (laughs) in some ways I was a little disappointed but that was only because I had a different expectation I I still really enjoyed it and I I had um some visions while I was there so I got a lot out of it but um yeah I could see how you (laughs) it would have been a bit surprising I was like ah okay okay but it was still cool. Like yeah. I, I, I used it to concentrate on my ancestors because yeah. I do have Welsh ancestry. Yeah, I have like one Welsh ancestor, a grandmother, grand, well, you know, however many greats grandmother who came out mm. <laughs> by choice. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. She did. She was one who came out by choice. Um, what else did you do for Litha? Uh, so I actually did a few different things. I, I got this real distinct impression that Waratah, um, the Australian Waratah, is a symbol of the summer solstice. So I actually mm-hmm. went to the Hutz Mountains and um, went and had a walk around the Waratah, and it was stunning. It was so beautiful, mm. and I'll definitely make that an annual trek, I think. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to invite myself when I can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, there's probably still Waratah there now like it does flower november december but there will be hangovers for yeah. in january of course especially since it took so long to warm up this year yeah and now it's <laughs> burning yeah <laughs> uh, um, talk about it yes yeah uh what else to do oh, I, I have a really close relationship with the the river near my house mm-hmm. um and so i went down there and i always go and give an offering and um and have a bit of a conversation so so that was really nice and of course, mm. I did my my tarot pool for the twelve months. Yes, I've only just done that. Oh, I'm burping because I'm drinking coke. Excuse me. Um, so <laughs> advertising. Uh, Pay us. No, no, no okay. <laughs> we don't want advertising. No, not like not of that sort. Um, so yeah, I've have just done my tarot pools for the year. I actually haven't done a real lot. I went to I went to see the installation, and I've spent some time with family and friends. And, of course, had the traditional Christmas kind of deal happening. But I haven't done a lot of witchy stuff. I've had some stresses at work and it's really put me off. So the conversation about self-care will be really good because I find something, probably a lot of people do it, when I'm getting, like, external stresses, things that I that are outside of my control. So, like, again, family and friends kind of stress, but that wasn't happening to me this time, thank God. But Or work stress you know interactions with people that are difficult that's the first thing that goes the self-care routines i'm the same when in fact and it has been shown this like through these holidays that's what i should be doing i should be doubling down on that instead of worrying about things that i can't control so things that are happening at work yeah absolutely Mm. yeah yeah and like you know last year was a total dog's breakfast for me in some ways Mm. so um like actually ended up on antidepressants so Mm. um because of things going on in my life and I certainly did not have 
the ability at certain points of that to look after myself in ways that I should have. Yeah. Um, and had I, I'm not going to minimize my depression cause that was something that happened outside of things. But if I'd looked after myself a bit better, maybe I wouldn't have fallen quite so hard. Yeah. Um, but also during that time I did learn a lot about my own personal self care. So when we went to Sydney, I was yep already on the antidepressants. Yes. And we went and got our uh, aura and chakra photos done. Oh, yes. I was sick. <laughs> I was really sick as in I had a, co- a very bad cold, which uh, we went to Sydney because I graduated from university. Yay. I went up and was shaking those people's hands and coughing and spluttering. And luckily I didn't cough onto the vice chancellor of my university. But it was a near thing. I got a video. It was great. <laughs> I yeah. can prove that you went. Yeah, that I control myself. (laughs) I also found out after that that I have asthma, so that was great. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) So we got got our photos done, and one of the things that came out of mine was that my root chakra was shot. It was almost non-existent, it felt like. Um, And so I started doing a meditation specifically for the root chakra Mm. or not meditation um, yoga Mm. and I actually found that that became a really important self-care practice I found it like centered me and brought back all this because like one of the things I was was really scattered at the time like I was all over the place yeah and when I did this meditation I would struggle through it or meditation yoga Mm. I'd struggle through it and then somewhere like about halfway through it yeah I'd suddenly everything would align and I'd feel stable And it was really amazing. And it's now become part of my self-care practice when I'm feeling a bit. So you just do it when you feel you need to? Um, I'd like to do it more regularly, but I don't. So, yeah, yeah, it's more I start to recognize that, oh, actually, I'm not feeling the best. I'm just going to go do this now. And I always come out feeling much, much better. I never come out feeling worse. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good reason to keep it up. Um, One of the things that I would like to do more of related is uh, is yoga. Um, I... I have some health conditions that, I mean, I have to be really careful with the yoga I do. I have like a hyperflexibility and some pain issues. But I still thought that when I talked to a yoga instructor, they said, because I've been told don't do yoga by some doctors. Other doctors have said, oh, it's okay, but don't do this or that. And others have, have said, yeah, it's fine. So I talked to a yoga instructor and she said, it's okay but don't be doing crazy yoga. Just be really <laughs> gentle. And if you can't do a pose, and there's lots of poses I can't do, just don't do them. Like, just bend in that direction as much as you can without pushing yourself, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, on and off, again, I should be doing it regularly as well. I've been doing the yoga, and it's just, and it's just a, like a, it's not a, a real spiritual form. It is just a day to day health, fitness kind of thing. Yeah. And it still is quite grounding. And I find I'm kind of the same. I get really scattered and all up in my head. Yeah. And that's something that I need to work on. So I'd really like to try the the grounding, grounding, root chakra grounding. Yeah. 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 It's the base chakra. Mm, Yeah. mm. I think it is called grounding Mm, now mm. that I think about it. But yeah. um, Yeah. Share the link. Put it in the show notes. I will. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, anytime anyone emails me and says, you know, can you help me? You know, I'm feeling at my wit's end. Like, is there something magically I can do? I always say, do this. Yeah. And then I follow up by, go walk outside and bare feet. Yeah. <laughs> if you can. If you can. On the earth. Yeah. yeah, nice. 
Mm. Yeah. So is there anything else that you specifically do for yourself? Um, I do quite a few things for my self-care. Again, I always do them and then don't do them when I really need them. One of the things I quite like doing is journaling. Mm -hmm. And I do try to journal three pages of longhand, actually writing it down in a book, not just online or whatever, like on my phone. I do sit down with a notebook and write it down. And I do find that's really helpful. It is better if you do it every day, as much as that seems ridiculous. And you just sit down and you don't particularly write about anything. It's just like a brain dump. I first read about it, I said everyone else did, I think, in um, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Oh, I remember you recommending this to yeah. me. And it was part of like her like spiritual creative recovery kind of course. Yeah. And actually had lots of other things which would probably be great to continue with as well. But this one really stuck with me and I've been doing it on and off for four years. Last year was my worst year as far as doing it every day. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I found that it was counter counterproductive like I'd be bringing up old things that I remember as I was writing because I wrote about it yesterday or wrote about it three weeks ago and I'd be rehashing old problems which wasn't good but generally it really was helpful as long as I kept in mind that the process was to come up with solutions not to dwell not to rehash old problems over and over yeah although she did say in her notes about the journaling if I'm remembering correctly because it was a long time ago I read it that you'd get sick of yourself so you'd write about those same problems and yeah you'd rehash them over and over and in the end you'd be like I'm just sick about writing about this problem so you'd do something to fix it just so you didn't have to write about it (laughs) the next day or like you know in a week or whatever as as long as it took you to get over it Mm. it is a really good process and I understand why it's do it every day because it does have really good results it can be a big ask. Yeah, to, to just And do it, it has to be the three pages. Yeah. How long does it take you to write three pages, do you think? When I'm really into it, it can take me half an hour. Yeah. When I'm faffing and just, like, not writing stream of consciousness like I should be, like, just not letting it all out, it can take an hour. Yeah, right. Which is a long time. Yeah. And she does, um, which I also don't do, she does recommend getting out of bed and doing it straight away. Yeah. So whatever, like, you've been dreaming about or thinking about has been in your mind during yeah. the night, you can just dump on that page. Yeah. The, the purpose for her was to free up brain space to be creative. So that it was to get, it, to get all your worries out on the page and so yeah. they're on the page and you weren't supposed to read back over them. Sometimes I found myself editing what I was writing because ah. I'd be like, oh, I might read this later and I don't want it to be all depressed or yeah. like whiny or whatever, whatever. And it defeats the purpose. It just has to be a dump because you're not supposed to read it back. You've got to leave it at least three months, I think, before you actually read any of it. And just see if you've grown or yeah. if the same things are worrying you. And it is interesting going back and reading it a long time after yeah. because sometimes I've read some of the stuff I've written six months ago or a year ago and gone, well, I was dumb about that. <laughs> the answer's really obvious. It's this, this, and this. But, yeah, that was six months ago. That was a year ago. It is It is a good process and it is really helpful. But you really do need to do it almost every day. Would it work 
like because if you're not really into writing longhand and like for me I have an electronic book of shadows do you think it would work if you were doing um if you got your phone and you just recorded your thoughts I think it would serve the same purpose yeah and I would definitely recommend it yeah it might work better yeah when she wrote the books that wasn't possible for a bride you know this was 1990 oh yeah you could have done it on like those little cassettes like a dictaphone (laughs) with a tape in it what the hell are those (laughs) so yeah you could yeah um i hadn't thought to do that i hate listening to myself recorded hence why liz edits the podcast (laughs) not me um i think she's really brave so but that's definitely an idea yeah and it, it's, it's more about dumping all your thoughts and worries into a format yeah, and then just getting them out of your head yeah. so there's space to think of solutions or to concentrate on your work yeah. or your spiritual work or your, you know, your spells, your rituals, something else. Yeah. She was saying, this is probably things people have read because this book has been around for forever. But she said things like, you know, write down your shopping list in there. Write down the things you've got to do, like that you've got to pick up your laundry later. And I found that was true. Sometimes I'd write, I have to buy my medication later in later today. I must remember that. And yeah. then I would. Because you'd made note of it, mental yeah. note of it. There's a there's a, a YouTube channel um, by a guy called Matt Deavella. I thought you were going to say Matt Damon. I was going to laugh. <laughs> Close. <laughs> um, this guy. Say that name again, Matt just in case. Matt Deavella. Matt Deavella. I think okay. that's how you pronounce it. He says it every time, and I just you think I'd pick it up. But um, so he he actually filmed the documentary The Minimalists um, with. Yes, I think um, you've said about this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he he does these thirty uh, day challenges, these month long challenges, mm-hmm. and some of them are like taking a cold shower every day and he'll be doing that on it well unless it's the right months in tasmania he'll be doing that on his own he did it in february which was and he lives in the u.s so brave brave man i think it was february um uh and he also did journaling as well okay um and he said that he found journaling at first not not that helpful like Mm -hmm. it it kind of was a bit of a odious yep oh yeah agree like a tough task Mm -hmm. um and and pointless and that's how. Why the hell are you doing this? And he said he felt that way until things in his life weren't so great, and then he realised how important it was. Yeah. And this is where we're talking self care, isn't it? Yeah. Because I drop it as soon as things get difficult. Oh, I've got to do this or worry about this or just I don't want to think about anything, so I'm not going to write my thoughts down because I don't want to think. Yeah. 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 Mm. So, like, if you do want to get into journaling, it would be worth watching his video because mm. he, I think I, I would say there's more value than he felt he got from it but it's also a short time yeah i'd say a month wasn't long enough to really find out if it would help you yeah because it's not long enough in my opinion i'm i don't know slow about these things other people might find it they do or don't yeah after 30 days i would say try it for longer um, and maybe that style of writing something out just didn't suit him. So possibly, yeah. If you think recording stuff, I think that's a great idea. Like yeah, recording I've, into your I'm phone. gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I hate recording myself in any way. But for me, writing was really good. Like writing yeah. is a real cathartic. Yes, I yeah. can pronounce words, <laughs> especially English ones. I found that really good for my process. It's something yeah. that comes naturally to me. Yeah, other people it might not. So yeah, 
video yourself talking. Some people yeah. might want to do that. But yeah, record your thoughts in a way that is good for you and don't look at them for a while. Would And don't share them. This is not a sharing and yeah. caring kind of... You don't have to show it to people, which also is really great because it's like you just write whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I write how I talk now. So there are sometimes ums and stupid sentence structure and no full stops and sentences that are two paragraphs long because I put commas in all the time I write how I talk in my diary and yeah and sometimes when because she in in the artist way Cameron specifically says you know you have to write yeah three pages because you're not going to get to the juice the gist of your problem if you write a page one and a half pages in maybe even two pages in it's just waffle yeah it's just crap bullshit everyday worries and then it's like this is what I'm actually worried about or this is this great idea I've had and you sort of put that other crap on the top of it because it's a big and scary idea or you're worried about this thing and you're covering it up so having to do three and she says three like a4 pages I don't don't do a4 it's too much I actually have an a5 diary and I just do three and that takes me half an hour and I write really tiny so I it'd take me hours to do three a4 pages but anyway and yeah it takes sometimes it takes two of the three pages before you get through the waffle the crap the everyday bullshit you tell yourself to make yourself feel better to get to the crux of what's worrying you or you come up with like these nuggets of this is my life philosophy or this is what I truly believe or yeah. like yeah you're actually getting in and getting to know yourself intimately yeah I wonder if you were recording you'd probably have to record for at least 15 minutes hey oh at least yeah after 15 minutes well I would assume it takes me half an hour to do three pages when I'm really go and that's after a bit of practice. So I would say record for at least 15 minutes and then you'll be through the waffle. I mean, yeah, you can you can obviously talk a lot. Some people talk really fast and make it through really quickly <laughs> I as used, well. I Because I did it for a little while. I did journal by hmm. hand writing. I used to pull a tarot card. Okay. And then I would start it there and then just have a prompt. Yeah, yeah. And then I just worked through until I got yeah. to whatever was going on in my life. And, like, I wouldn't look up the meaning of the card. It was just, there's the card and this is what I think and, you know. And That's then a good just... idea too, yeah. Yeah. And I think with that kind of thing, I can say, journaling, do it, man. It's so great. But it might not work for you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I follow, I suppose, the work of a – a lot of people know her. Her name's Gala Darling. She's a New Zealander who now lives in the United States. I really like a lot of her stuff. And she – I was going to say abdicates. It's not right. <laughs> she promotes. <laughs> She's abdicated from New Zealand. <laughs> I like New Zealand. But she's all for one of her practices is, what does she call it? Magical morning rituals. But she records gratitude lists, but she records them. She ah. talks them. And then she will send that to like her best friend kind of thing. Yeah. And they will exchange them, and that's part of their morning routine. At least at one point it was. I don't know. She might. I think she still does them now. But recording is a thing for her. Yeah. She didn't particularly like writing, as far as I'm aware. So she recorded her voice. Yeah. She spoke, and she yeah. found that a lot better. So yeah, if if recording or videoing yourself mm-hmm. works better for you to put your thoughts down, like get them out of your head, then do that. But what about you? Like you 
what else you've got your yoga practice yeah and just getting out in nature mm-hmm. is really like that whole forest bathing um thing is really really important to me um because it just it calms me down and like they mm. do show that the environment does have natural um oh, i want to say tannins it's not tannins <laughs> Uh, but there are things in the environment that actually properly are used to calm you down and to make you feel good. So, like, the trees emit stuff. So that's why it's really important. And I wish I could think of the proper term, but I keep just coming up with tannins, and that's not the right word. Pheromones? <laughs> Pheromones, uh, except that's with animals, not trees. Like things you smell? I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, it... It's a thing. Google yep. it. You can find out the information. It's Gosh. backed up by science that we don't know. What a librarian thing to say. Just Google, Google it. it. <laughs> I can find the source. I'll put it in the it's show It's like notes. the anti- antithesis of librarians. Yeah. Just Google it. Just go- Sometimes I do want to say that to people. <laughs> Sometimes it's... I have said that to people. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job one day. <laughs> no, not everything on, on Google is authoritative and appropriate. So just keep that in mind. So, uh, the other thing that I find really, really useful is breath work. Yes, um, yes, yes. I don't know if you do breath work. I meditate you more meditate. than, yeah. 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 I do, I have points done like the box breathing technique where yes. it's four and four and four and four. Yeah. In four, hold four, out four, hold without breath yeah. for four yeah. seconds or beats. Yeah, so I do, I, I do do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started because of um, the book "The Art of Witch" by Fiona Horn. She talked about diving techniques mm-hmm. and using diving breath to mm-hmm. help help bring things into alignment. And mm-hmm. I find it really is calming. And the the timing is different. It's quite a long time. I think I saw this like today. I saw the numbers. You. Tell me if this is wrong. It wasn't. It didn't talk about this as a technique that divers use. It was just in a, a little calendar I have. I think. Sure. And it said in for four. Yeah. Hold for seven. Yeah. And out for eight. I think that is it. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where you start. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, for divers, it's to build it up to being able to hold your breath for like two mm. minutes at a time. Mm, mm, but mm. that's the the starting point. And there yeah. are apps for this. Yeah. And they make chimes for when you have to do it, so you don't have to do the uh, counting in your head. Yes, I did it for a little while this morning. I was like, this counting sucks, man. Yeah. Although it would be good to focus your mind yeah. if you're coming at it from that way. So if you are worried about something or going over things that you've yeah. just journaled about or something like that, the counting like wipes that out. You can't think of much else while you're – if you do it – yeah yeah and of course everything takes practice yeah so i remember when i first did it i was like oh i'm not sure about this but Mm. like i felt the benefits from it i guess Mm. it's also that extra you know when you're just holding the space it's like really good Mm. um and also i'm such an air sign like i'm i'm in my head like (laughs) so much so like not counting is actually a benefit for me because otherwise i start really concentrating on the counting yeah yeah i do too i have like One, two, three, four, four, five, five or six things in, oh no, more than that, because that's just in Gemini, in my chart, so I'm pretty airy. (laughs) As a side note, you can cut this out if you want. It's really interesting to me because my rising sign and my moon are in Earth, Mm -hmm. and my sun sign is water, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Everything else is air and fire. So it's like my major things are water and earth, but I'm not actually very watery or earthy. 
when it comes down to it. Yeah. It's weird. I can't remember what mine yeah. are. I just remember my rising and my sun and my... I'm actually my... quite into that now and, and I find it really interesting from a self-care perspective actually because, you know, you'd read your star sign or, you know, your sun sign as a new agey kind of person yeah. you'd be into it and I often read it, especially about cancer which is my sun sign and I'd be like what <laughs> no this is not very true of me at all but when I learned about the other stuff and the complexities of my chart that made more sense and having the holistic view did make me realize different things about myself and so I could work with that. It's like, oh, I have a tendency to do this negative thing or this really positive thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to in- enhance that positive aspect or work with this less positive slash negative thing that I do through this aspect in my chart. Like, yeah. this is why I do this. Yeah. Now I don't have to worry about that, whether you believe it or not. But that's why I do it. So to me, it's sort of... It just explained it and I didn't have to be like, well, I do this wrong and that's bad. Now it's just like, oh, I do this. And it's explained in my chart. So now I don't have to take ownership of it as a fault. Yeah. Now it's just like, well, deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of going, this is bad, naughty you. You should know better. Yeah, feel shame. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Shame. So I suppose that's true. Yeah, having knowing more about my chart got rid of that shame. And now yeah. it's just like... I suppose you could think of it as an excuse. No. But it made it easier for me to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the yeah, the shame aspect. Shame's a good word. <laughs> and really I was thinking Game of Thrones, so <laughs> shame. shame. <laughs> That's also something that I do though. If I do something wrong, I take it on, it's like, oh, this is an internal fault of mine mm. instead of, well, I just did that that one time or it was an accident or whatever it is. It's like, oh, no, you you should know better. One of Perfectionist the... tendencies, man. <laughs> I'm such a perfectionist too about some things. Some yeah. things, yeah. Not lots of things. My place in the world I'm very much a perfectionist about. And, of course, oh. no one can be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> uh, but like, I think that's probably one of the reasons why CBT, cognitive behavior oh. therapy doesn't work for me because I oh, blame okay. myself for everything and I overanalyze things to the point where Air I sign. yeah where I think like well I was the fault in this situation and I did this wrong and I'm the reason why all these people hate me which is probably not true that's such an overreaction <laughs> um but you know like you're taking things a bit personally yeah so yeah. like and I take it but you the, take it on. I take it on I yeah. take all of it on and everything is yeah. on my shoulders because it was all me there's yeah. never another person that that can take equal responsibility. No. Um, and so, Neither. and so when I started seeing a therapist mm-hmm. last year, um, she started teaching me about uh, ACT, A-C-T. So, okay. which is like, can't remember what it stands for. Action, action, action heroes. This is not one that I know about. ACT therapy. Let me have a look. Acceptance and commitment therapy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I actually Oh, I like that act mindfully. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's kind of like, you know, accepting it's like recognizing what your personal values are, where uh-huh. you stand, and accepting things as they are. You can't change them and um and you can really only move forward and you can learn from things of course, but continuously beating yourself down doesn't work. So That's really interesting. I think because for me, when you said just accept things as you are, I was like, no, I can change a lot of things. <laughs> but 
it's not an excuse not to face the things that you do. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but it's, it's if, if, if you take on everything, which yeah. I definitely did do, yeah. and I've really struggled with that to not do that. Yeah. And no one's ever perfect at these things. Yeah. I've learned the things I need to do to not do that. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm perfect at it by any means. Yeah. And... Now, for me, because I've worked through those things with therapy and with medication for, for me, it was more anxiety yeah. leading to depression. Um, I'm not on, well, I'm on an anti-anxiety medication for a pain-related reason. Yeah. But for, in myself, I don't, mentally, I'm not taking any medication. Like, yeah. It's, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Start again. I'm not taking any medication for any mental issues at the moment. Yeah. But I have. So, yeah, that's just an intro. I, I like I like the ACT acronym. Like, I like – that sounds like something that would have been really helpful for me at one point. Now, for me, because I've done all that work on myself, action to change myself now is really important and being able to feel that I can make the changes that I want to. Yeah. And that are appropriate and yeah. that don't hurt other people. Yeah. Um, do what you will but harm none, that all of that. That to me is really important now. Yeah. Because I've worked through some issues, obviously yeah. not all, because you can never fix all your problems because everyone's fucked up to some degree. Well that's true. Everyone has everyone everyone's fucked up, issues. man. Like really. Yeah. I haven't met someone who is so well adjusted that there isn't something about them. And that's fine. Like that's that's I think good. That's being human. Yeah, like, that's that's a normal part. Even gurus have that. They oh, talk yeah. about that. So, yeah. and I think yeah. owning that as well, and being able to say, for me, that's important. Being able to say, I had this advice. I can give people. I can help people with this or that. This other thing over here, I'm terrible at. Yeah. But being able to own something that I'm good at, I've never been good at that. Yeah. Being able to say, I'm good at this, or yeah. I did this thing. You might not like this technique or tool so don't use it if it's not good for you but i did this and it really helped even that for me is huge i i couldn't i couldn't have made this episode of the podcast a year ago yeah because of where you were compared to now i wouldn't have been able to say hey here's the stuff that i know here's the stuff that works for me yeah take what you want and or take nothing because you hadn't done the work to know where you stood and how yeah. you felt. Or and... even just in myself, yeah. I couldn't own that I had knowledge in yeah. that area. And really, yeah. the area that this is, is ourselves. Yeah. I couldn't even own that I had done work on myself to like, know that this works for myself. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Well, I think one of the things, because I, I had talked about doing shadow work mm-hmm. um, and with another, I've seen a couple of therapists over the years. I've seen five. my point is no it's fine don't worry yeah um going through with your therapist is good and so the one that i went and saw that i was doing cbt with Mm -hmm. she she was like no you she's like you're not the kind of person where shadow work you'll take on too much like but i think if i approached it with um act yeah and I talked about, like, this is where I want my life to be. Yep. This is what I stand for. This is what my values are. And as long as I'm living my life mm-hmm. in a way that's 
Um, this is turning into a psychology session, not a, not a, not a self-care not session, but I guess it is self-care. We're not psychologists. <laughs> this is my own personal feeling. Like, yes. About... It's all opinion. It's all opinion. Take yeah. what you need, discard the rest. Yeah. And, you know, go see a, see a real person. See an actual psychologist. Yeah, actually. But there's trained. a thing, like, if you talk about these techniques, it's yeah. like, oh, I heard on a podcast, well, you might not say that, but you can go to a therapist <laughs> and you could, I heard about CBT, I heard about ACT, can you tell me about that? Yeah. If someone did that from listening to this, I'd be so pleased. Well, when I went to my, when I went to my doctor and I was, um, and I said to him, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to live anymore, which was pretty, pretty heavy. <laughs> um, and he was like, here's a list of web here's a website i wish i could remember what it was i didn't write it down mm-hmm. um and here's the different types of therapies you can do have a look and see what you think will suit you and wow that's actually awesome and i want you to come back in a week good yeah he wasn't crazy and either his meds <laughs> good so, okay he did all of the things he sounds like a great doctor he was amazing and he took the time with me he yeah. you know he was he was amazing so yeah. i actually will see him for the rest of my life as long as he doesn't move away. Don't, don't move you away. love it when you find a doctor like that? <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, so like, you know, it was, it's one of those things where it is worth looking to see what's out there to see yeah. what it is. And like, we talk a lot about, um, about paganism being about knowing who you are and spiritual development. And it does fall into this same sort of realm as psychology. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a book on my shelf called pagan spirituality yes she's reaching for it now (laughs) it's green um a guide to personal transformation by joyce and river higginbotham and i've even got tabs in there that's you can tell i've used it it's a bit damaged i bought this brand new from akashic oh akashic bookshop that closed Uh, many years ago i loved it and the big the first thing in this book is understanding yourself Mm. and and that if you want to if you want to learn about your magic and things like that, then you need to know yourself. Yeah. So, and you that's, know. yeah, like you said, that's, that's talked about a lot, but sometimes I know some people or hear some people who are performing magic and they really like, but they have a lot of personal issues and then they wonder why the magic doesn't go right. Yeah. Why they're getting weird results or no results or yeah. Yeah. Weird results or no results. And they're like, what, what's going on or they sometimes it works and then it doesn't and it really really doesn't they they don't understand why and it's like well you have some personal issues that you really need to sort out because the blocks when i've worked through some of my issues with a therapist and taking medication if i've needed it or right back to just the journaling few bits and pieces myself Mm. the magic's amazing and like the things that you come across that you get are really incredible. Yeah. And it wouldn't have happened if I had those blocks of, you know, whatever they are, yeah. work issues, body issues, childhood traumas, whatever it could be. And it's the difference is incredible. Yeah. And it's just a flowing it just flows. We all have trauma. Everyone has trauma. And a lot of the ways we react with other people is based on our own thoughts and feelings and our own traumas and yeah you know whether we react patterns of behavior that have been that have come to us through traumatic experiences and we're not just talking about actual when i say trauma it's not just as an example this hasn't happened to me trigger warning you know um, (laughs) i probably should have done a trigger warning earlier (laughs) yeah um we can add that in at the 
Yeah, can okay. add that Sorry, in. Sorry, I, I think know, we, keep going. <laughs> we should add that in. I think we should add that in. Um, you know, they've had something, maybe not trigger warning now, but they had something really terrible happen. Like yeah. they were in a car accident as a child or, yeah. or they witnessed some abuse or they were abused. That's traumatic. Yeah. But for someone who hasn't experienced that, say they were bullied. Yeah. They were bullied once by someone. Yeah. That can still be trauma. It's still a trauma. Even though in that person's experience, it's not compared to someone else, yeah. but they only know that. My dear mother says often, that's the worst experience that that person has had at that time, so it's trauma. Yeah. It may not be like, I was bullied as a child. It might not be comparable to someone who was abused by their parents in some way. Not comparable. But for me, that was difficult. That was traumatic. Yeah. That caused emotional and mental scarring. Yeah. Yeah. And it changes the way you interact in the world. And, it does. And that makes it trauma. The way you interact with your magic and the way you interact with your spirituality. Yeah. And this is why everything is so... It's like your spiritual faith is so much about you and about... Yeah. And about, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. It doesn't matter how they do it. As long as it's mm. important to you and it... Yeah. You know, you, you can see it as a value. If it's important to you and doesn't harm anybody, including yourself, then go for it. I think, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. always the harm you none or whatever it is. Yeah. But if you subscribe to that, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would I would try to not harm anybody, including myself, in any of my practices. I suppose for some people it might not be as important. For me, it's important. Yeah. But, yeah, if it's important to you, then it's yeah. important to you. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable doing something, then don't do it. Yeah, exactly. And if you're in a group that are pushing you to do something you don't want to do, question how you feel about being in that group because I've, I've seen it and I don't like it. Yeah. 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 And mm. ask yourself why you don't like it. Yeah. And it could be, it makes me feel unsafe. Well, if you feel unsafe, then maybe that's a place you shouldn't be. Yeah. It could be because it's making you face something that yeah. is difficult. Yeah. So it might be something you should do. Yeah. But you have to make the choice for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And don't let anyone else dictate to you. No. How your spirituality should be. Yeah. This episode got heavy quickly again. Oh my God. We've been going for 108 minutes. <laughs> we can do this honest. Bad at math. We, 68 minutes and we, 45 seconds. We know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, totally. An hour and eight minutes? Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. 108 minutes. Oh, my God. We're good at this. <laughs> no, no, no. We've said we're bad at math. We're covered. Oh, we yeah, have, that's true. We Yay. don't need to take any responsibility. I count numbers. That's why I'm a librarian. <laughs> yes, we've talked about this before. <laughs> that was really bad. I'm leaving that in, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's show my dickheadedness. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my skills. Um, is there anything lead. else you want to talk about in terms of self-care? Is there anything else that you do in your practice that you think is something that you want to talk about? Um, you'll definitely want to leave this big long pause in because it's just so dramatic. <laughs> um, there's lots of things I'd like to do. Yeah. Um, maybe we could talk about some goals. Yeah. Um, my God, what do I want to do? There's a lot of things I've done a little bit of that I'd like to make more permanent parts of mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. So I said I meditate. Yeah. I try to do it really regularly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that word try? So, you know, I'm going to try to do it more regularly. I'm going to try to do it. Maybe a 30-day challenge would be good. Matt Vella did meditation. It's worth yeah. watching his video because yeah. 
maybe we overthink meditation is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I've I've done done that. Yeah. And all I have to do is sit down and sit quietly for 10 minutes and focus on my breath. Yeah. That's all you really have to do. Yeah. It could be five minutes. It could be one minute. Yeah. You have meditated. And I do think meditation is a really excellent skill. Yeah. Um, there's a lady at my work who will meditate at lunchtime at oh, our bathroom. And she would just sit there and she looks so happy and she has a little smile. And you, I've often barged in on her and gone to talk to her. It's like, no, her eyes are closed. She's meditating. And she will sit there sometimes for her whole, well, she'll eat. And then she'll sit there for the rest of her hour. And she does it somehow. And she's the calmest, happiest person I know. Does she do, uh, is it like the passion, is that what it's called, that style? Or? Heart, she does a heart-centred. Okay. She does, and I think that's what it's called, heart-centred meditation. Do they have like um, a space up? Mm. In the Lotus Centre. Oh, no, a different one then. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's like a retreat you can go to where you don't talk for She's done days. that retreat. Okay. She yeah. has done that yeah. retreat. I yeah. think it is the same yeah. kind of thing. And... She also does, just taking all her great ideas. She also does. <laughs> hey, learn from other people. This, yeah. She's also done this thing, which I might do as self care. Like, I might, I'm interested in doing this, and it's called natural walking. Oh, I've heard of this, yeah. And they teach it here. Yeah. The Lotus Center. Uh huh. So you can go and have the course. I'm not 100% sure exactly what it involves, but it's just, it's a, it's mindful walking, I, I'm i assuming. You yeah. have to do it with no shoes, which will hurt my feet, but that's, again, it's a medical condition, we won't talk about it, but I'll give it a go. Yeah. And you just, you walk really slowly and you walk in a certain way and you think about each part of your foot as it goes down and where it makes contact with the floor. It's just mindful walking, mindful really. Walking. Yeah. But there is also like a bodily like a posture I suppose and you're supposed to you know stand upright really tall and there's a few things you've got to do I feel like walking hunched yeah <laughs> I'm naturally walking hunched <laughs> sure that's great for you but you know I don't know too much about it I've read a little bit about it yeah it sounds really cool it sounds like what I now know of is mindful walking you walk really slowly you think about exactly what yeah. you're doing and there is like a slight posture you have to hold yeah and yeah, at first she said you have to think a lot <laughs> while you're walking. Yeah, but yeah, she can. But it comes second nature. Yeah, as you to her now, and practice. she will she will walk with her shoes on, obviously, but walk around like that now. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, I'd so, like to do that too, actually. Yeah. So there's a course, but it's like a day. Yeah. And I don't think it's very expensive. And cool. you go and you do it, and you can go two sessions at this Lotus Center yeah. where you all walk together and I think then you meditate together. Yeah. And it's a a, a session of, of this. Yeah. So it's a certain kind of open-hearted meditation yeah. and a natural walking. It yeah. sounds really cool. Yeah. So I, I would like to do that this year. There's a million other things I like to do, so would you like a turn? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it, I guess. Um, There's always things that I want to do, so. Yeah. I, I keep collecting more things, things to, to do. do so i have this big long list now it's like you can't do all of these things every day hannah you have to pick some things and drop some other things i guess i would like i guess one of the things that i've been thinking about is just sort of everyday self-care rather than yeah. actually self-care so like um like i often think that i should wake up and i should have a cup of herbal tea and oh, not yeah. and not like you know specific for a reason like people will drink 
chamomile to be calm. Yeah. I'm not really into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, just did, did you say you don't like really like chamomile in particular? Oh, chamomile's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no opinion from me. <laughs> that's probably I, why I don't do herbal yeah, stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not really into that with the incense either. So like, you know, I, like I burn incense as a form of self care. I honestly yeah. will put on an incense stick as a type of mindfulness i guess in some ways yeah, like but, yeah. but like lighting it and letting it burn and watching the smoke and you know that i love watching thing. the smoke from incense i find that actually really meditative yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. um but like the actual scent of it it's not something that i've concentrated on and mm-hmm. i'm sure i will one day but it's mm. not where i'm at now mm. but I, I just as long as it's a nice smell really yeah it's almost irrelevant what it yeah. is as long as i like it yeah i i can't remember where i read this but Ages and ages ago, like maybe even when I first got into witchy stuff, so how long is 15 years now? Yeah. 20 years? Yeah. I read something that said a good practice to do, and I only just thought of this, is that you just randomly pick a bunch of incenses. Like yeah. when you're really starting out, it's yeah. like a witchy 101. Yeah. And just burn them and yeah. smell them yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, see what how you feel. How and, you feel about it. Yeah. What, what you think about how it makes you feel do you feel something on your body that you yeah. notice and yeah yeah and it went through a whole bunch of other like sensory things yeah but i i'd never done that and i think it'd be quite interesting yeah, i should do that especially <laughs> if you just pick one and you don't know what it is and then you can find out what it is later yeah because then there's no association because you know having done this for a while we know some associations with some herbs and resins and blah of course, blah because blah. we've made incenses for rituals yeah. and yeah 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 so um hmm. That's just an interesting side note. Yeah, no, that is a really, really yeah. interesting thing. Mm. I like that, actually. Mm-mm-mm. It's not to say we, we hold stones and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look at tarot cards without knowing the interpretation. That I, kind of thing. That's my favourite thing. I love doing that. I'm not good at that yet. Oh, no, I'm bad at it, but yeah. I enjoy it. <laughs> I have the thing of Capricorn rising. I have to be right. Is this the right interpretation? Which there isn't one. No. It's almost like, duh. But, yeah. It goes through my mind that I don't even think about it. It's like, oh, what? what's the right interpretation for this? So even <laughs> well, before I, mean, I get to it, it's like dismissed. You can no, pull, no, no, what do you think? You could pull the devil card and be like, oh, a unicorn's coming into my life. Or a goat with a little pen. Oh, bit of pen, bit of pen yeah, yeah. action. Oh, I'm thinking about that when the devil card comes up in my <laughs> yearly spread, because he did. Um. Okay. So, what else are we... Uh, so, yeah, I kind of would like to do, um, like, just start my day and, and do, like, have a cup of tea. Like, yeah. just, you know, a herbal tea. Um, and I would like to do the yoga more yeah. often. Um, I than, really like to do the yoga more often. Um, I was, like, thinking the specific one, but I want to do mm. other ones. I don't want to just yeah. do the root chakra all year. That would be weird. But you could, and it if could. it helped you, you'd do that. It honestly, man. it honestly helps. Yeah. Um, and then um, then you'd have a huge root chakra. And like, <laughs> and be you like, should probably work on something else now. <laughs> taking over the universe, it's overactive. And then I think I like you know just doing things like reading before bed and oh, I really you know, do that. I never do. Leave my phone out of the bedroom and read before bed. Before bed, I'm still using the excuse of it's my alarm. Oh, I bought it. A dumb alarm, but <laughs> which has got batteries. <laughs> the other thing is, for me, I've now started using my phone to help me wake up because I have a sleep disorder, and the blue light in the morning after I've had up to ten hours sleep and I'm still tired. Yeah, that blue light is a godsend. Yeah, because I would just 
if I didn't have to go to work, I wouldn't be getting out of bed some yeah. days. Yeah. So sometimes I'm just like, I open my phone and just put it at my face. Yeah. So the blue light will wake me up because otherwise, yeah. oh my God. Well, see, for you, that would not be a good self-care method, <laughs> keeping your phone away from you. As long as I, I do, and I don't often actually wake up and like scroll email or go to I'm not a social media user yeah. now really at all. I'd like to for the podcast, but personally, I just, I don't. Well, that's, you know, like I created a face, a Facebook. Uh, you created a face. I created a face. Oh, I'm getting tired. I created um, <laughs> a fake Facebook account because of mm. the podcast and yep. posting on there. But generally, it's it's not something that I use. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely an Instagram girl. Yeah. I get sucked in really easily with Instagram. I love it. So I don't use it. <laughs> so much. I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Now there's my self care. Uh-huh. Um, and like we only just started at the end of last year, so we've watched like a million oh, really? seasons. Oh, I've wow. never seen it before. I think we started in October, November, and um, and so now I follow like everyone <laughs> on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, Lisa Edwards, you're coming to Australia. I want to go. Anyway, there's Drag Expo. I want to go. Oh, it's gonna be I love drag It's queens. in August. I love them. I don't know why. Yeah. I find them amazing people. Beautiful and... Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, Luke and I want to do that. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> In August. Um, yeah. Self-care. Yeah. Go and see drag queens for self-care. Yeah. This is the thing. Drag queens for self-care. We should start a movement. <laughs> this should be a movement, <laughs> it? Um, and that's the thing. Like, you know, watching TV is okay. And yeah, vegging yeah. out on the couch for a day. But when you start noticing that it's ongoing and you're spending half your life just laying on the couch and you're not doing anything because you just are exhausted that's probably a that's sign that you, you need to yeah but you have health issues <laughs> <laughs> if you're an average person then maybe maybe there are some mental health issues and you need Definitely. to go and talk to someone or just just get outside and you know just start looking at things look after yourself yeah. Self-care is looking after yourself. Look yeah. after yourself. Do in what any way what that is. works for you without harming anybody, in my opinion. And, I mean, even for me, like, I have health conditions. Yeah, it's true. But I've got to look at ways, like, I don't want to live on the, on my couch or on my bed because I watch TV in bed. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to live there. Yeah. But even for me, it's like, well, do you want to live on the couch or do you want to go to the doctor look at different ways that you can help yourself yes more you will have more couch days than other people mm-hmm. but don't use it as an excuse still yeah yeah Which yeah sometimes i do especially when i've got mental health stuff going on and physical health stuff going on it's like double whammy and you're just like couch yeah i love you that's how i spent a big chunk of my last year you know and yeah. i feel like i'm I'm on the other side of that now, which is yeah. not perfectly because there's always going to be dips. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway. Mm. All right. So I guess because, you know, us being librarians, we're... <laughs> oh, we could have book recommendations at the each, end of each episode. That's exciting. Liz threw a pen on the floor. My God, she's <laughs> oh, so a cat. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Straight off the desk. The couple of books that, that I have in my collection, and I haven't read them both, but... You've, you haven't read all of both of them, have you? I've read one and the other one I've just flicked through. So the one that I really like is The Witch's Book of Self-Care, um, Magical Ways to Pamper, Soothe and Care for Your Body and Spirit by Aaron Murphy Hiscock. Aaron, A-R-I-N, I think, is the name. 
Um, and what I like about this book is it has a bunch of recipes in there for like making, you know, things like bath bombs and incenses and mixes for for in for mm. essential oils yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it also has like emotional self care and all that kind of stuff. So I love this book. Mm. I I think it's great. I have bought that book on her recommendation. I'm still waiting for my copy. <laughs> I always feel nervous when I recommend books. I'm like, what if they hate it? <laughs> well, they just leave it alone. It's not one that Take I Take like. what you need and leave the rest. Oh, look at me. I'm worried about recommending books. But here are some books I recommend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a librarian and I'm very worried about recommending books. <laughs> this is a blue book. Yes, it is. <laughs> it has strawberries on the front cover. I love that. I just, I just think it's a beautiful book. It is. Actually, they're both really pretty. And then the other book is Wellness Witch. Um, healing potions, soothing spells, and empowering rituals for magical self-care. So, um, and this one's by Nikki Vandeker. Oh, Broken Heart Bread. Yeah. So this has, like, again, that kind of, you know, practical things that you can do. and Recipes and stuff as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, I obviously. think so. This is the one I haven't read very closely. So mm. this is the one I've... Yeah, so oh, there you dear. go. Yeah, yeah. But it even has things like wind chimes and, you know, that kind of thing. So oh, I love wind chimes. Oh, yeah. My mother loves them. There's many around our house. And there's like a charm for restful sleep. So this is kind of a bit more, it's quite witchy, like yep. quite ritualized, I think, in in what you're doing. Yeah. So like little mini rituals mm. without a full on circle. So, yeah, mm. that's kind of the two that I have on my bookshelf. Cool. Anything you want to add? Um, I can't think that I have any book recommendations, mostly because I want to get the, the Witch's Book of Self-Care. Yeah. I mean, things that I would recommend. I'm a, I, I'm like a course person. Yeah. I like to have things set out for me to start with where I can, you know, do this on day one and do this on day two or whatever, or like during the first week, do this kind of thing. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'll take what I need from that course and like leave the rest that's what I like to do so so I really liked amazingly for me self-care something that really helped my self-care was was that the artist's way yeah and that really it showed me a lot of different aspects to myself and actually got me to work through a lot of blockages around my own it's about creativity but it's using spirituality and yes it's very monotheistic book religion spirituality but she says at the beginning too she doesn't talk about god she talks about it once yeah book and it's always higher power or universe or spirituality yeah actually she uses spiritual electricity or like yeah it's like rather than Yeah. yeah like or spiritual energy yeah rather than an actual term for a higher power, that which means, I really like. You can insert whatever you think in yeah. that space. And she often would. Like she'd say, and now you could say this to the universe, divinity, duh, duh, duh. and she didn't use God. Though yeah. I've read now that I think she's Christian. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. She might not be. Yeah. Um, so, and I really like that. It was pretty heavy going. It was 12 weeks. Yeah. And there's a lot of work. Yeah. But even, like I've done it have I done it fully twice now? And she's got other ones. Like yeah. I think she's written three, three-month course books. But even reading them and going, oh, I really like that exercise. Yeah. And some of the exercises, like the, the journaling, 
yeah i've kept and done for a while dropped them yep. or done them just a few times or put them into a ritual yeah because a lot of them are ritualized so yeah for me that was a big thing i like having a structure capricorn and then working <laughs> out of the structure cancer it's so interesting though isn't it that we think we know ourselves based on like thing. one small thing. Yeah, and we and we don't actually really know ourselves no. until we really sit down and think about it. Yep, and even then there's like your ego gets in the way. Oh, oh I like this. My ego is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's, everyone, it's quite everyone, highly of... <laughs> most people's egos are assholes. <laughs> I think it's quite highly of where I should be. <laughs> and it's just, you it, it just like that. It's like, I should be here. But I'm also going to look down on myself for not being here, but it's myself. And potentially look at other people in ways that are unhelpful and and because of your ego, because it's protecting you in some mm. way. So It serves yeah. a purpose. Yep. Sometimes it's a shitty purpose. Sometimes it's detrimental. <laughs> and it doesn't even realise. <laughs> it's protecting you from something. And sometimes from yourself. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that because of, well, why not? It'll actually be helpful. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. In the latest Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, I really liked that um, Charlie said that the difference between I can't and I don't want to. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. I love that. And I thought, I must say that to myself when I say, I can't do this. I say, no, I don't, I don't, I want, don't to. want to. Can I literally not do this or am I just not looking at all avenues to... Yeah. Yeah. And just like Charlie, I would say I'm definitely... Oh, I can't. Meaning I don't want to. Much more than I actually can't do this thing. We can't do it. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's true, isn't it? We tell ourselves we can't do things when really we just... And it's fine. If you, if do you it. don't want to do something, there aren't too many things that you really have to do. Yeah. You do have shit? to pay your bills. Yeah. This episode got really heavy. Yeah, this did. And it's our longest one yet. Woo-hoo! So obviously we're getting good at talking. Yep, getting good at talking. And now we'll stumble on the ending because we'll be all self-conscious. I'll be all self-conscious because she said we're getting good at it. It's like I can't accept any praise. <laughs> well, I think um, even from my closest friend, my God, uh, I'll just say mean things to you. <laughs> It'll be like the voice in my head saying, "Feel right at home." Oh no, then you'll feel validated. <laughs> anti-validated <laughs> yeah your, your voice and your head will be validated by what I say yeah and it'll be like yeah true. fuck you I was right you're a terrible person <laughs> oh my god are you are you in my head right now um all right so let's 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 just let's remind re- everyone of our disclaimer which is we're not actually psychologists yeah or counselors or therapists of any kind we're librarians and witches Yes. Actually, mostly librarians for me, but that's fine. (laughs) If you need help, if you need someone to talk to, there are always places you can go. Please see your doctor or call some of the helplines at the bottom of the page in our show notes or just talk to someone you trust. There is no harm in doing that at all. If you need help, get it. Exactly. Because you deserve it. Everyone deserves to be helped when they need help. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone deserves to be well. Yes. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure, as it always is. Yeah. And um, we wish you well. 
wealth. Wealth. We wish do you wealth. wish you wealth. We, we wish you well. We wish you <laughs> health. I was trying to say well and health. <laughs> we wish you good mental health and good self-care practices. Yeah. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, like you got to come over and just forget how to do things. <laughs> well, Jeremy Clarkson obviously agrees. Oh, fuck Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> oh, ooh, my blood just boiled. <laughs> and I was going to say something like, "That'll be the end credits." Fuck Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck, fuck him, real good or real bad. Um, yeah, we don't literally want to. That's figuratively. <laughs> Yeah, like with an implement that he will hate. Something spiky. And red hot. Yes. I was going to say when, when we were reading our one great review, um, and it said that we was, we swore, and I was like, oh, that person will be disappointed because I don't think we swore as much in like the last two episodes. <laughs> but I'll have to swear more in this one. I think we've got it covered now. Yahoo! Go Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, you make me say fuck a lot that's what I think about you. I'm burning because of God. <sighs> All right, moving on. I don't care if you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was still inappropriate.